Celtics in six. Um, pretty much, I, would, I don't want to say expected, but I, mean, I called we, it. I, I did say it. I did say Heat in six. I I thought the Celtics were going to win the series um, in seven. That was my hot take a couple weeks ago. That that came out false, but I wanted the Heat to win because of Tyler Hero. Let's be honest here. <laughs> yeah, and then it was a gentleman sweep over in the Western Conference. Uh, the Nuggets' historic Cinderella run came to an end. Sad. It was very, sad. Very, very sad. Our Nugs could not hold in that. Well, it should have been only – the series should be 3-2 because Anthony Davis shot at the end, that buzzer beater. They like, should, Yeah, they yeah. should have been up 2-1. Uh-huh. But, yeah. but they weren't. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. The uh, – Let's talk about this Tyler Hero, though, for a second over on the Eastern Conference. Okay. What a performance. Yeah. Uh, was it game four? Game five? Game four. Game, game four. four, he had 37. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, anybody that followed him in high school kind of knew what he was about. Like, it was only a matter of time before – that happened, but it was just really cool to see him get a bunch of recognition from like the mainstream media. It was awesome. Yeah. I mean, he had a a wonderful series too. I mean, people are going to say that 37 point game was the defining moment of the series, but they're going to forget about game one where he almost had a triple double off the bench, which has never happened before in playoff history. He still comes off the bench. I, he came off the bench and scored the 37. Yeah. Four. No, I think they're going to keep running with that. Just have Duncan start and then bring Hero off the bench. Well, Duncan is so good, dude. He's an ex-Kyle Korver. Yeah, he's crazy good. I, I love all this stuff that's been uh, coming out about Duncan Robinson lately, how his senior year at Michigan, he was making a LinkedIn mm-hmm. page and texting people trying to get an internship to be a sports uh like in sports media, and three years later, he's playing in the finals. It's awesome. God, that's so awesome. Yeah, good for him. I'm. I like. I like. I. I love the Heat. I am fully on the Jimmy Butler train. Jimmy Butler is awesome, and it's honestly, it's it's insane. This might, I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but he might be the third best player on that team. There's an argument that Bam and Goran Dragic are better than him. I could see that, yeah. I just think Jimmy Butler just inspires people like no other. So he everyone does, but I mean, wants to 
everyone wants to play well because of him. Yeah, but Bam had 30 in an elimination yeah. game for the Celtics. And, I mean, yeah. Bam is next up. You know, Bam, that guy yeah. is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's so good. The amount of hype that Bam got last night for the elimination game where he had over 30 points, 15 boards, and five assists. Uh, I just want to put that into perspective for the media that's really going out and saying, oh, my God, it's a historic performance. That's what Giannis averaged every single game in the regular <laughs> season. But he's You can't tell me LeBron deserved <clears throat> the MVP over him. Also, uh, Liam, I wanted to make a point during the Nuggets-Lakers series if Anthony Davis was supposed to be player of the year, then why wasn't he guarding Jamal Murray the whole series? I don't know. They asked why Giannis wasn't guarding Jimmy Butler. Why wasn't AD guarding Jamal Murray then? Yeah. AD is clearly the best player on the Lakers. It's not even close. Well, yes. He is. But I agree. LeBron had a crazy closeout fourth quarter. Well, did you see what he – I don't know if you saw what he – what his like he had that stone-cold straight face pregame. They showed it um, on TNT before the game, and I was just like, yeah, he's going to have a 30-point triple-double this game. Like, I knew yeah. it was coming. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Nuggets, unfortunately, didn't have a chance going down 3-1 no. in that series. It's just – it's different than going down against any other team. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as much as I would have liked the Nuggets to win that series, I it it seemed to be a daunting task at the beginning. Um, but I will say, I will say the Nuggets, the future looks good with them. Oh yeah, yeah, they're they're young. Jokic and Murray are still super young. Um, Jeremy Grant can't be that old, and he played really really well during the playoffs. Yeah, I was actually reading an article about. Um, the playoffs and how some players are going to make money and some are going to lose money. And Jeremy Grant is going to make double his salary if he opts out. He's projected to get a 16 to $18 million a year salary over the course of three to four years. So I'll he's, take him on the Bulls. He's the <laughs> biggest winner of the bubble by far. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and in the same article, I was mentioning Montrez Harrell and how he went from a $20 million salary command in December to after the bubble, he's going to get between 8 and $10 million. And so he is by far the biggest loser, not only with the salary, but blowing a 3-1 lead as well. <laughs> um, speaking of the Clippers, Doc Rivers was let go today. Yeah, that was, that was like a an hour bomb. ago. Yeah. <laughs> I was shocked. <clears throat> Same. That didn't make sense to me. I mean, he he's blown a three-one lead three times in his career. That just yeah. that's nuts. That's crazy. To happen three times to one coach. Like at that point, it's your it's his fault. It's his fault. Oh, oh it is his fault, a hundred percent. But I was just shocked because of the success that the Clippers had. Yeah. Well, it looks season. like they're gonna clean house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I read that only Kawhi is safe. Everyone else they want to get rid of. Imagine that after spending all that draft capital to get Paul George and just a year after the experiment. And then experiment, dumping just the trading whole team. him away. Kawhi's going to fake an injury and sit out the whole year like he did with the Spurs, bro. <laughs> well, I saw something that said maybe Popovich would go 
to LA and reunite with Kawhi, which would be crazy. Wouldn't you rather have him on the Bucks though? Who, Pop? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're not getting rid of Budenhoser, so that's an irrelevant argument. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Liam, you think the Lakers are rigging the playoffs? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was reading something where um, I, I believe it was in game four. Is before game four, the Lakers sent yes. a memo to the league about how LeBron James wasn't getting to the foul line enough because he had only shot three free throws in the previous three games combined, I think it was. No, he shot two free throws in their game three loss. He shot, yep. Yeah. And they sent a memo to the league to fix that. And the next game he had about like 20 to 25 free throw attempts. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying the Lakers are rigging the playoffs, but stats say otherwise. <laughs> he is such a baby. He is such a fucking baby. He's been like this his whole career. I know. It, his... He's Not my ghost. He's been such a pussy these playoffs. Like, what? first complaining about the MVP. Like, shut the fuck up. Giannis beat you in every single major statistical category except for assists. And then complaining about how he's not getting to the line enough. Like, seriously? Oh. He's, mm, makes me... I know Giannis has the best PR in league history. And LeBron complains about not winning the MVP. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, don't. We don't need to get back into that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nick, Billy yeah, Donovan uh, is the new head coach of the Bulls. That was huge. I really like that. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Yeah, I think that's going to be really good. Yeah. Oh, oh, so do I. He's Well, he's good at um, developing young players. Like, Shea blew up this year. Um. I don't. He's just he's just a really good coach. I'm excited. I'm excited to yeah, watch where, where Kobe we, White under him. Mm-hmm. Weren't we saying uh, when you first came on like two weeks ago about how if Billy Donovan went to the Bulls, it'd be a great hire by them? Yeah, I know <laughs> we did, and now it happened. So that was <laughs> nice. Uh, any NBA teams looking for uh, co GMs? We're out here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and uh, speaking of co-GMs, um, James Harden may be a 76er. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, I saw I've that. heard that, yeah. I heard that uh, 76ers want to hire Dan Tony and bring Harden with them. Um, how would that work on the Sixers, bro? Like, Ben Simmons needs the ball. But you get rid of Ben Simmons, I think. Yeah, you get rid of Simmons. Okay. You let him and Embiid and Andy, play. Well, then you would have to get rid of probably Tobias Harris, too. Uh, that's not a loss. Yeah, it'd be hard for them to get rid of Harris, though, because they paid him a max. Yeah. I don't know any team that's going to want to take on that horrible contract. Do you think they get rid of Horford in that deal as well? Yes. yes. His old ass. Yeah, but this freaking pick and pop and that freaking jumper, that 18-foot jumper is wet, dude. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I don't know if 
I don't know if James Harden will end up with the Sixers. I think this is going to be a crazy offseason, though. It's kind of how it's looking. I hope so. Um, it was also said today that Victor Oladipo and Miles Turner wanted out of Indiana. I don't blame him. It's, it's Indiana. <laughs> Liam, would you want Victor Oladipo on the Bucks? See, I've been debating that. I've been going back and forth with that. It would depend on what we'd have to give up. Yeah. Um, I, I think there would definitely have to be a third team in there in the trade. Yeah. I still would prefer, like, a point guard like uh, Drew Holiday or Chris Paul. But, I mean, if we ended up with Victor Oladipo, I don't think I'd be upset. Like, he's a scorer, and that's what we need. Yeah. The only problem with Oladipo is that if he does get traded out, he's going to be looking for a long-term contract. And I don't know if the Bucks had the funds in order to sign a long-term deal like that. Yeah. But I, I think the Bucks. I think their best bet would be going after Drew Holiday or Chris Paul. One of those two. Yeah, I'd be happy with either of those. Yeah. Do you have a prediction for uh, L.A.? Miami. Final start Wednesday. Four one Lakers. Get out seven. of town. Heat and seven. It's gonna. It's gonna be four one Lakers, dude. It's gonna be so upsetting. How? Heat and seven. Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero hits the game winning shot to win the NBA Finals. How is it gonna oh, be four would... one? The the, the, the Lakers have two good players. Yeah, but dude, and if anybody and if anybody I, in the I, NBA I, can stop those two good players, it is Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. And then you're going to have a matchup of That is true. I think Jim, Jimmy Butler can 100% lock down LeBron. 100% he can. Cuz yep. he when he was on the Bulls, Jimmy Butler locked down LeBron. Dude, and then and then if you eliminate you won't eliminate, but if you slow down those two, then it gets to be a game of Danny Green KCP versus KCP versus Jay Crowder, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Andre Iguodala. Get the Goran Dragic. Out of yeah, here. it's yeah, yeah no, dude. True. The Heat, the Heat are the stronger team. Outside they have of those way two more players. depth. They have way more depth for way sure. Way more, way more. Not only not only depth, depth. Oh, cat got the tongue. Uh, they also have better coaching, in my opinion. Uh, I was just about, oh, yeah, yes, they do. Yeah, that. the freaking Lakers got Joe Gatto as their head coach, dude. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no, yeah. Hey, that's a pretty Spolz- good comparison. Eric Spolstra is going to outcoach Frank Vogel, definitely. Oh, 100%. Eric Spolstra is I, – I think he's one of the greatest coaches of all time. He is, yeah. He mm-hmm. won championships before LeBron got there. Yeah, exactly. He started off as the video director for the Heat. I saw that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he's also the longest tenured coach in the NBA right now. Twelve years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it seems like it should be longer too. He's been the coach longer than Pop. I said twelve. You said he's the longest tenured though. Yeah. Oh wait, that's right. Yeah, the second longest. Pop's been there <laughs> forever. Wait, so was Spolster the head coach when they won in 2006? Ooh, that's a good question. Well, if you said 12 years, year, that would be 2008. I would assume no. I would assume was it, no. It was probably Pat <laughs> Riley still. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. It was Pat Riley. Okay. Yeah. Spolster was the assistant. 
Oh, yes. Okay, that's – yeah, I thought still, he was on the coaching staff. Still counts. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to some cool. NFL week three. It's yeah. magic. Back, baby. <laughs> what were his stats, dude? I got to see this. No his way. stats were a unreal game with a swag outfit on top of it. Well, I saw the outfit. It was beautiful. I think Ian could pull off that outfit. Holy Who? shit, he had a 90% completion percentage? Yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> he, he tore Holy shit. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> if you asked me before the game for prediction, I swear to God, I would have told you Jags by fucking 30. <laughs> I thought we were going <laughs> to... <laughs> But no Ugh, I'm sorry. No way. Yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick yeah, I, was really good. Well, he's just – he can just play with no fear because he has Tua behind him. So, he can just go do whatever he wants. He doesn't give a shit. He also – he has nothing to lose anyway wherever he plays. I feel like he has no fear. He'll just play however he wants. Here's a fun stat. He has beat the Jacksonville Jaguars on eight different teams. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that hurts. He owns the Jags. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. Oh, my God. I was looking at his um, career. Like, there's a picture of him and, like, where he's been in his career. I didn't realize this man played for the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, he, all I remember from him is the Jets, the Buccaneers, and the Dolphins. The Bills? Oh, yeah, the Bills, too. I forgot about that. <laughs> Honestly, if you name a random NFL team, there's a 25% chance Ryan Fitzpatrick played for them. Yes. Sabermetrics. <laughs> Sabermetrics. <laughs> Amazon Web Services presents facts by Ray <laughs> Um, The Rams got absolutely hosed against the Bills. Uh, I think the Rams are so overrated. I don't Ooh. think they got hosed. I, no, they oh. didn't get hosed. They were getting murked, but then they came back and they were winning. And then did you see got... the pass interference call, though? No, I did not. Yeah, I, I think that was a foul. You're the only person I've seen with that opinion. Everybody says <laughs> it was the worst call they've ever seen. They're like, Liam, he got – shoved off by the receiver and then once the ball released his hands he literally started to walk backwards with his hands up like oh this ball is uncatchable i'm getting the fuck out of this vicinity to make sure there's no pass interference and the ref waited about four seconds after the ball got through the end zone to throw the flag are we talking about the same play i mean it was with like five seconds left against the bills did was that did the play after did they score a Josh Allen touchdown to some tight end? Yeah, to win the game. Oh, yeah, then we are talking about the same play. No, I, I think that was a foul on the defense. I'm sorry you feel that way. No, I, I felt like they were both fighting, <laughs> and then they got to the out route where the part where the receiver turned around and tried to get the ball. The defender held him in a little bit, and the ball was already in the air at that point. So if you're holding the receiver, that's a foul. I think it should have been a foul, a holding foul, not a pass interference call, if any. 
<sighs> I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this right now. Let me look. Yeah, let's get a third opinion here. Yeah, let's. I mean, there was also another controversial call in the Green Bay Packers game where Mercedes Lewis had that touchdown. That was a push off. See, I don't think that was a push off. Oh my God, you're biased. You're a Packer fan. I, no, he. Oh Lewis, no, that was a hundred percent a push off. No, Lewis <laughs> didn't extend his arms though. It was yes, he did. No, he if didn't. He, no, he did. Oh, go back and watch it. He did. Oh, I did. I, wa- it, I watched. They was, they did replay seventy fucking times. Did you hear the announcers? <laughs> this is the one time I'll ever agree with Chris Collinsworth in my entire life. That was a fucking push off. Uh, I hate that, that man. Fun. Thank God Mike Tirico was doing that game too. <laughs> um, while Nick watches the highlights, let's talk about the Packer game, Liam. No, oh. don't even get me started, dude. I'm I can't so even. excited. They are. They're really, really, really good. Yeah, I, I said last week that New Orleans would be the test for them because of that defense, and they not only aced the test, they passed with flying colors and probably got extra credit on top of it. I mean, I don't know if I'd say they aced it because... Offensively. Offensively, yeah. But uh, like we said last week, turnover-dependent. They, if they had Zary Smith had to force a fumble for that game to mm-hmm. turn around. Dude, I, I don't know if this is pass interference. It's I, not. I keep watching. I, there, I don't, if anything, it is defensive holding, not pass interference. See, that that's, is, that's what that, I think. It yeah, is. it's not a pass interference. I think it's a holding. That's what it is. Thank you. Yeah. It's it's a foul on the play, but it was not the right foul called. Did you guys right, see well, Joe Burrow get fucking rocked? <laughs> oh, get, the, get that man out of Cincinnati, dude! I already feel bad for him. <laughs> dude, he got fucking railed. Oh, dude, yeah, his freaking chin hit the other side of the <laughs> defender's shoulder, dude. It was yeah, dude, he's gonna wake up with a sore neck. <laughs> Yeah, that's he was only out for I, one play though. Well, they also tied the freaking Eagles, and they are the Eagles got to be the worst team in the NFL, right? No, Chicago. No, <laughs> You're just saying that. All right, uh, Mitch Trubisky is no longer the starter, by the way, Nick. Yep, that is confirmed. Yes, and I'm assuming you're excited about that. See, I'm conflicted. I will always have a soft spot in my heart for Mitchell Trubisky. I always will. I have to. But as a Bears fan, (laughs) you want the team to be better, don't you? Yes, and I obviously – and I'm glad that Nick Foles is – And Mitch sucks. Mitch, see, the thing is he didn't even have the worst game of his career. That's the sad thing. (laughs) The fact that he's had games worse than that is the sad thing. Well, yes, but like, do you remember that Sunday night game against the Rams two years ago, the thirteen to six game? Yeah. Oh yeah. That Mitchell Trubisky, I think his passer rating was like fifty four or whatever, but uh, Jared Goss was like twenty. That was the worst <laughs> offensive football game I've ever seen in my life. Is that the same year the Rams went to the Super Bowl? Yes. Are you sure that wasn't the worst offensive game Honestly. of your life? Okay, okay that, well, that was the most boring Super Bowl of all time. That's your rule. I'm not disputing that. <laughs> um, no, but 
I I feel bad for Mitch. It was it's not his fault that he got drafted third overall. He because yeah. he wasn't a good quarterback. He that's, he's never been a good quarterback. Let's that's that's what we should say. He yeah. he's obviously never been a good quarterback. He got thrown into this position. It's not his fault. That's why I feel bad for him. I hundred. He was drafted second overall. Yeah, I I'm not blaming Mitchell <laughs> Trubisky. I'm not. It's no. not his fault that yeah. fucking Ryan Pace. The first thing he does is trade up one pick for the second overall pick to draft Mitchell Trubisky. That makes no sense. Yeah, I don't think – I think outside of Ryan Pace, Mitch Trubisky and everybody else in the world knows he should not have gone second overall. And Mitch yes. has to know that. So, like, it He does. does. It, I it, think he definitely does. It does suck for him that – like, if he was drafted in – the, the, sec- the second yeah, even round. Even the second round, I would have been nobody, like, eh, it's fine. Nobody would expect him to be any good. But it's just yeah. the fact that he was – everybody talks about he was drafted over Mahomes and Watson. Yeah. That it's just, like, embarrassing. It's more embarrassing for the Bears organization than it is for yeah, – Yeah, that's what it is. I'm not, I'm not embarrassed from Mitch. I'm embarrassed from our front office for doing that. Yeah, I you drafted a guy yeah. who went six and six in college. Yeah, seven and six. Come on. Give him seven the benefit of the <laughs> No, but yeah, so like I I I'm not really mad at Mitch. Obviously he wasn't good. And so obviously that's frustrating, but like it's not his fault that because he's never been good. Yeah. <laughs> and now Nick Foles had a beautiful fourth quarter. Yeah, Nick Foles played really well. He's a super MVP. Yeah, he started off slow. I don't know if he watched It was a visor. You're right, it was. And he took the <laughs> visor off and then the guy couldn't see out of that visor. Yeah, dude, why was it pitch black in a dome? What the he fuck was, is he, he doing? Was, he was hung over as shit. He had no plan. <laughs> <to play. laughs> well, I also when they called his name. Yeah. He was like, "Fuck me, dude." Yeah, dude, this was when yeah when they when they put him in in the third quarter. I'm like, oh well, the Bears actually won this game because well, the Falcons are cursed. The Falcons are very cursed. <laughs> so much so. I, dude, like. You're kidding me. Like, they blew a 16-point lead with 6.20 left in the fourth. They just need to dissolve off the face of the earth. That entire organization is just a joke. I don't know I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they do it. It's like they're trying to lose. They are. It's a game for them. They, let's, they say, let's see, mu- let's see how much we can get up by and then fucking blow the lead. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait I'm- till they play the Packers. And in the Falcons' oh. eyes, the Packers are going to hang fucking 90 points on them. <laughs> in the Falcons' eyes, they're probably 2-1 and one due to that game they play. They've blown two leads so far. They're 2-1. They should be 2-1. and one. The Bears should have never come back. It shouldn't have been close. Yeah. But Allen, Allen Robinson had a huge game. Ten receptions, like 123 yards, and a touchdown. Also, the Bears got two touchdowns taken away from them. Um, I was it Anthony Miller's. Well, Anthony Miller and Alan. I think the Allen Robinson one that is a hundred percent a touchdown. I I thought it was an interception. Oh, I know. Yeah, that's when they both like Allen Robinson caught it, uh, and then the defender went for the ball too when they hit the ground. So that's so that's why I think that was a hundred percent a touchdown. I. That was definitely the closest touchdown play since the fail Mary. Yeah, Seattle. I was going to say it was almost identical. It was yeah. pretty close. 
and be on the wrong side of the fail Mary. I won't. I, <laughs> yeah. I went with the interception. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fair. No, but like, yeah, but no, the Bears dropped so many passes. I don't know if you watched this. Nick Foles should have had five touchdowns. He should have. It was insane. The Bears should have honestly killed the Falcons. Does your record prediction change with Nick Foles under center now? 16 and 0. No, no, no. It'll it'll be thir- it'll 13 and 3 until we lose four games. <laughs> I've said it from the beginning. Who do they play next week? Uh no, I didn't. Let me check. Real Bears fan. I don't know. Shut up. <laughs> Fake. Uh they play the Oh, oh, we're going to get a win. We're playing the fucking Colts. Actually, the Colts defense, what the fuck? That would be – yeah. <laughs> that, that would be the game that you lose. Actually, yeah. Yeah, that one's a surprise. But there's also, no way – there's no way that Phillip Rivers is toasting us. There's no way. You, there's oh, no I can't, way. I can't wait till Phillip Rivers fucking toasts us. <laughs> this, the Bears this year remind me of the Packers last year. Like, yep. they're winning games that they don't 100%. deserve to. And, Nick, you said all last year that the Packers sucked and got lucky, so I'm assuming you think the same about the Bears. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love I an honest lie. man. <laughs> I, I don't lie. Anyone who knows me, I don't lie. And that um, I can't lie there. I can't lie there because the Bears do not look good for 90% of the game, and then they're like – but they still pull out the dub because our defense is really solid still. It comes up clutch. Well, life advice here. It's the last 10% of everything you do that matters. Football games, sex. Okay. Drinking. It's the last 10%. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So, uh, Cardinals. The Cardinals hype train (laughs) came to a whopping stop this week. Yep. (laughs) It looked fucking terrible against an awful Lions team. Kyler Murray threw two picks. Um, Three? Wasn't it three? Yeah, it was three. Fuck me. Yeah. um, Not good. Not good for the Cardinals. No, it was just one off game. I know it was obviously the Lions that they lost to. Okay, but let, let's give some credit to the Lions here. They look like a different team with Kenny Galladay in that lineup. Though. They that do look a lot better good. with Kenny Galladay. I just think the Lions are cursed. I don't think they're a bad football team. I just think they're cursed. Well, they don't have a good I, coach either. Yeah, they're poorly. Coached. I know, but it's like they have Matthew Stafford, who is – I think he's an elite quarterback. He's just not in the line. He's a Hall of Famer. A hundred percent he is. But, no, it's just – it's uh, it, the Lions are cursed. They're just another cursed organization. Yeah. Um, Russell Wilson is very good at football. Yeah, he's going to win MVP this year. Yeah, yeah he, he might. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Doesn't he have fourteen touchdowns in the first three games? Yeah, that's yeah. the most in NFL history through three games. That's insane. <laughs> My God. It's just it's just easy for them. And also, but credit to the Cowboys. They're they're good. They I they're the best one and two team in the NFL. I mean, they just had to play Russell Wilson um, this week. But I mean, dude, it's just they're being they're like well, they're like the Packers under Mike McCarthy. 
Dak Prescott's going to have to carry Mike McCarthy to wins, and he weighs a lot, so that's going to be hard. (laughs) (laughs) Just like Aaron Rodgers had to. Mike McCarthy is – he's a horrible coach. I know. I know. I I honestly (laughs) think they might have got worse getting rid of Jason Garrett. Yes, somehow. Somehow they did. Because Dak's throwing for 500 yards and four touchdowns every game, and they're still (laughs) either barely winning – or lose or losing. Yeah. Yeah. Dallas is definitely a second half team. Yeah, no kidding. Mm, yeah. Um I had a wild fantasy week this week. Um I'm still gonna lose unless Tyree Kill scores under three points. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a DK Metcalf. Oh dude. Oh, oh dude. He made the bonehead play of the fucking year oh, in week dude. three. That was that was just stupid. Brutal. Props to that rookie corner for not giving up on that play after getting toasted. Yeah, Trayvon honestly. Diggs. Good for him, dude. That's a, that's that's what gets you playing time right there. Yeah. Well, anybody could get playing time in that Dallas secondary. True. Let's be honest here. True, but I'm just saying that helps. Like that. That's just pure hustle. He's not giving up until the play's over. Yeah. Well, I was I was losing by like six with about two minutes left in that game, and then Russell Wilson threw a forty-yard touchdown to DK Metcalf to put me up, and then Dak got the ball back, drove about seventy yards, and then miraculously stayed on his feet and ended up throwing a pick on a play. Mm-hmm. So I ended up only being up by three points and I'm probably going to lose. And it stinks because I'm like the third highest score in the league this, this week. Everybody else is like 70 points. So you guys are playing awful. No, I got 101 right now and I still got the Ravens defense going tonight. Hey, yeah, I still got Hollywood Brown. How many points do you have right 30. now? How many points do you have right now, Liam? Like 71. Oh my God. Exactly. I scored 122 and I'm going to lose. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I am missing my RB1 and RB2. I'm missing – oh, okay. I have Mike Davis as my RB2. He I went off. Leonard Fournette. Yeah, no, Mike Davis did go off. He had eight receptions, 45 yards, and then he had like 45 yards rushing and a touchdown. Well, I had Leonard Fournette as my RB1. What murdered me is I, I got, played against Tyler Lockett. And he had Oh, 30, what he had like – yeah, I'll say 32. 35. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, I had a Rob. A Rob went off. Yeah, I'm just gonna have to hope that the Ravens D locks up. <laughs> the one week I start Mitch Trubisky, he gets benched. <laughs> <laughs> and Tom Brady played well. Yeah, he did. He had 300 yards and three <laughs> touchdowns, and I sat him. <laughs> I would have. I 100 would have won this week if I would have played him, and if I would have played Gallup instead of Phelan. Because Gallup had a really good game to do. Dude, you got to play those Dallas receivers. I know. Dak's throwing for 500 yards a game. Yeah, but this is the first week that he's actually done something. The other two weeks, it was three for 50 and two for 58. That was it. Yeah, he's just a long ball guy. Yeah, and he had 138 yards, and his touchdown was nice. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, Liam, you want to get into some college football? Oh, boy, do I ever. So, we had two big conferences coming back. We had first the Pac-12s coming back with a seven-game schedule. 
I believe they are starting the week after the Big Ten returns. And the biggest conference to come back, Maction is back, baby. And not only that, I heard that they will be playing all their games on the weekdays, which is just even better. Oh, Tuesday, Tuesday night football. I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it doesn't interfere with the Bachelorette, I'm happy with that. Oh, God. Oh, we all know everybody would rather watch the Bachelorette than fucking Mac football. Come on. No, you don't want to watch Toledo versus whoever the <laughs> fuck is in the Mac. <laughs> Who? It's funny. <laughs> it's funny that Toledo is the only team we really know in the Nah. I know. Coach Dogs, that's the only reason. <laughs> yeah, shout out, <laughs> shout out Dogs. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know if you guys watched any college football this weekend. I did not. I didn't no. watch one second of it. Um, I watched the Oklahoma game and that was and some of the LSU game. Yeah, and they both game. lost. The Oklahoma game. Talk about a choke job. Yeah, I know. They were up by like when I when I stopped watching they were up by like 14 I think and I left my house to go to my dad's and then when I got to my dad's he was like oh yeah Kansas State won I was like what the (laughs) fuck (laughs) yeah that that was just a bad game for all of it hit the whole offense just Spencer Radley looked bad and last half of the third quarter and and in the fourth quarter, he just looked bad. Dang. Do you think that ruined his Heisman chances? I mean, seeing that there's only like 10 games, probably. Yeah. But I don't know. It, it's a long season. Kind Oklahoma of. does have they, – they have some tough games coming up, though. They play at Iowa State this week, and then they play Texas the week after. So there is a very real possibility if Oklahoma doesn't get its shit together, it could start one and three. Yikes. There's a part of me that just still isn't excited, isn't going to be excited about college football until Big Ten is back. Not going to lie. Oh, I feel you. I'm trying to, I'm trying to watch college football, and I just can't because I don't give a shit about college football. <laughs> it's a lot better when there's fans. I also well, I also the like atmosphere. watching the Big Ten. I like watching the Big Ten though. The atmosphere is what makes college sports so fucking awesome. So it's a lot different this year. It's a bad year to start like really trying to pay attention. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the fans is what makes it. And hundred percent, especially yeah. for college football. Mm-hmm. Especially when you go to the SEC, mm-hmm. where if LSU had fans, maybe they would have won. Uh, maybe, but fucking KJ Costello, dude, bro. First game, he transferred from Stanford, correct? Yes. Oh, yeah. And his first game for Mississippi State. Fuck, was it Mississippi State or Ole Miss? Mississippi State. All right, good. Threw for, broke the SEC record in his first game against the defending national champion. <laughs> Welcome to the fucking SEC, dude. 623 passing yards. Are you fucking kidding me? That That's crazy. Yeah. And, and that probably wasn't even the best part of that game. It was the quotes by Mike Leach after the game. 
Yes, Mike Leach is a legend, dude. I love that, man. This man comes out after the game and says, yeah, we played LSU because the Chiefs, Patriots, and Packers were already scheduled. Like, <laughs> fuck out of here. That was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, Mike Leach is God. awesome. On LSU's thing, I mean, I don't think they're that good this year. They lost – I'm pretty sure they lost – Everybody. 17 to 18 of their starters. Yeah, they lost like, like 80% of their starters from last season. Yeah, like they're not going to win the national championship. I'd be surprised if they make a New Year's Six Bowl. Wow. That's – not not only did they lose 80% of their starters, but they also lost Joe Brady to the NFL, who's with the Carolina Panthers. Plus, they lost their defensive coordinator, Dave Aranda, to Baylor. So, honestly, it'd be a surprise if they made a New Year's Six Bowl, in my opinion. Interesting. Well, everybody's going bowling this year. I don't yeah. know if you guys saw that. Every single team's yep. getting a bowl game. Well, they're all eligible. It doesn't mean that they're all going to get one. But Nebraska's no, after four years, Nebraska's, Nebraska's going gonna bowling, get a bowling, baby. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. Uh, I can't wait for Northwestern to be ranked number two and be in the college football playoffs. I'm so excited. Fuck out of here, <laughs> <sighs> dude. Uh, they're gonna go nine and one. They're gonna lose to Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game. Or ten and or ten and one, whatever. And then we're gonna be we're gonna be fourth. Ohio State will be second or first. How many edibles did you take before this? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's the thought of COVID that got me. It's got me all flustered. <laughs> uh, no edibles. We are an anti-drug podcast. Yeah. No never. drugs. No alcohol. Never. Correct. <laughs> All right, MLB news. Nick, you wrote the first note in here. Uh, yeah, Angel Hernandez should be – he should be in jail. That was that was, the, that was the worst called baseball game I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Can you like, tell everybody what game you're talking about? Okay, it was the White Sox-Twins game. Um, I don't – sometime earlier this week, I think it was like Monday or Tuesday, or shit, last week. I forgot. I don't even know what day it is anymore. But Angel Hernandez was a home plate umpire, and it was comical how horrible his strike zone was. I showed Ian and Liam a video of it, and it was it was absolutely ridiculous. There were pitches that were actually three feet off the plate that were called strikes. It was horrible. Yeah, it it looked like all the umpires uh, at when I used to play baseball, you used to give me strikes. All yes, the time. dude. It was like, it was like you were playing 12 U again. That's what it, that's what it looked like you were watching. Any breaking ball was called a strike because it looked cool. I mean, it was, baseball. it was just, Oh my God, dude. And the thing is he is notorious for being this horrible. So like, like literally every single team hates him. And every single fan hates him, too, because he's just horrible. The White Sox would have been – they definitely would have won that game if it was not for Angel Hernandez. It was just sad. Tim Anderson got thrown out that game. It was just just a shit show. 
There you have it, folks. If Nick dislikes somebody, they should be thrown in prison. Oh, if you, <laughs> I, God, I wish I could show you guys the video. It was, <laughs> it was horrible. It was so bad. Nick, do the White Sox stink? Dude. <laughs> they, they might stink. They might stink. Um, if they, if they might, they might get swept tomorrow. So they play the first game tomorrow, and then game they're gonna, two is they're on gonna Wednesday. They're going to get swept the entire series tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, it's a three-game series only. Mm-hmm. But they played. So the White Sox went from the second-best team in baseball, the number one seed in the AL, uh, to the seventh seed in the AL in a matter of a week. God. Can I say something about the White Sox? Go ahead. If I'm a White Sox fan... You know who the one person I'm pissed at for their demise this past few weeks? Who? Ian Tuck. Ever since he You're proclaimed, right. <laughs> ever You're since right. he, ever since he proclaimed White Sox are gonna win the World Series, they've they've been nothing but shitty. You're right. You know what, Ian? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> You're right. You're hundred percent rightly. And this, as soon as Ian said, "Hey, hot take: White Sox are going to win the World Series." Oh, that's that's good. Uh, well, no, they had lost like nine of their last ten since you've said that. It's the Tuck curse. Jesus, it, dude, man, we needed to win both of these games against the Cubs. We oh, so we were down ten one in the ninth, and we scored seven runs in the ninth, and we still <laughs> lost. We scored seven runs in one inning, and we lost a game. That is nuts. Like, come on. And so it's this is it's gonna be uh it's gonna be an interesting series against the A's. Game one's tomorrow, Tuesday at two PM Central Standard Time. And uh I will be sweating profusely all day tomorrow. You do that anyways. Yes, but this time it'll be nervous sweats, <laughs> not Weird sweats. <laughs> Not boy sweats. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Liam, our Milwaukee Brewers <laughs> snuck into the playoffs. <laughs> oh God. You're quiet. You're we quiet. lost Liam's mic. You can edit this out, thank God. You can edit this out. You can edit this out. No, I'm not going to. It's funny. No. <laughs> You're very quiet. Oh, oh, talk. Am I back now? No. Nope. <laughs> um. Yeah. So let me just difficulties the, here on the. So yeah, let me just talk since I'm the MLB analyst here. Uh, yes, the Brewers snuck into the playoffs. As Not a, by their own doing. They lost when they need to win, <laughs> but every other team that needed to win also lost. As a 29 and 31 team. <laughs> uh, so, wait, don't they play the Dodgers too? Yep. Oh, geez, it's going to be like the NLCS all over again. No, we took that to seven games. Yeah, you're going to take it to three games. Hello? No, there we go. Oh, he's, back. he's back. <laughs> no, you guys are going to get swept. Yeah. Um, hey, I would be surprised if we lost by less than seven, than five runs, both games. Uh, well, see, you have two really good starting pitchers. 
Uh, well, no, Corbin Burns is out for the year. Wait, he is? Yeah. He got hurt oh, in yikes. his last start of the season. So now we only have Woodruff. Ooh, never mind. Uh, you do have that rookie reliever, whatever Williams. Devin Williams. I don't always, yeah, he's he's going to win rookie of the year. He's going to win NL rookie of the year. Dude, he Corbin should. Burns might have won Cy Young. Um, No, Trevor Bauer is disgusting. I mean, Corbin Burns has a better ERA. Yeah, but Trevor Bauer is nasty, dude. That dude's a punk. I, I love Trevor Bauer. I love him. When he chucked that baseball over the center field fence because he was mad that he was getting pulled, that was amazing. And then he got traded like two days later. It was so awesome. <laughs> he also called out Tim Anderson for not bat flipping. Yeah, he called him soft for not bat flipping. That was funny. I'd like that. <laughs> any, any other baseball news we should be aware of, Nick? Um, nope, it's a, nothing besides the playoff start tomorrow, Tuesday. Okay. Um, and that's really it. Games are starting at like I think noon or two. I think two is the earliest. Yeah, two is going to be the earliest. One. Yeah, there's two games though on it too on the ABC and ESPN. The Sox games on ESPN. I will be tuning in. A hundred percent. Play. I love playoff baseball. Um, but it's going to suck with no fans because the atmosphere. That is, is that is going to suck because the atmosphere of playoff baseball is awesome. Yeah. Um, so I forgot to mention this last week about some like other sports news, but rumor has it that Logan Paul, internet personality, <laughs> is going to box Floyd Mayweather Jr. <laughs> I don't know if any of our listeners know about Logan Paul, but uh, he lost to – KSI LAGDBT. So I don't know what makes him think he could beat the greatest fucking boxer of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, guest appearance by Stephen G. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, oh, I was he... not expecting that. <laughs> I, I don't I don't think he listens to it. So. I was gonna say there's no way that he listens. Not a chance. Now no, we we should put in like a code word or something for him. Um, Elizabeth. Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's your code word. I would I would die if this was the one episode he listened to. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um. Nick, what are your what are your thoughts on this? Because I know you watched the Logan and KSI fight. Um. So yes. So obviously, I I rooted for KSI because I'm a huge fan of the Sidemen, the group that he's part of, yeah, and I same. I love KSI. So and I and I think Logan Paul is a piece of shit. But do I think he's better than he was? Yes, hundred percent. Yeah. Um. But he is going to get killed. Unless, wait, because, yeah, he's going to have to cut weight. He's going to have to lose, mm-hmm. like, 20 or 30 pounds because he's, cause he's huge. He's, like, 6'2", and like Floyd two, Mayweather's, like, 5'8". Yeah, and Logan Paul is also over 200 pounds. Yeah. He's and, all, and he's all muscle. Yeah. Um, Me and my roommate were talking about this, and we're – so – my one of my roommates was saying that Logan Paul was just going to get knocked out in like the first round, but I don't think he'll get knocked out just because no. he's about twice the size of Floyd Mayweather. Mm-hmm. I think Floyd Mayweather will beat the hell out of him. 
but I don't think he'll knock him out. I don't think it'll go the distance. I think he'll just beat up his body so bad. Yeah, it'll be like a TKO. Like he just like yeah. he keeps getting like he'll keep getting knocked down, and it'll probably be from like a rib shot too. It'll be something like that. There's no way that yeah. Floyd Med- Floyd Mayweather is reaching his head. Yeah, he and Floyd Mayweather is also that's that's what he's gonna like fifty like. something years old now. Yeah. Um, like I said, I'm not saying Logan Paul is gonna win. He's not, but I'm. I hope this fight happens. I think that'd be really entertaining to watch. Oh, I, I see. I don't know who I want to win. I think I kind of want Logan Paul to win because oh, wow. I, I, I hate Floyd Mayweather. He's, he's a horrible person. He's a douchebag. But obviously, Logan Paul's the exact same. So it's, <laughs> it's hard. I, I just, I've, my opinions really changed on Logan Paul. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't mind him at all. He's had his problems, but he was just a stupid kid. Floyd Mayweather's been a douche since – and he's 50. He's had time to mature. Oh, no, I know. He's just a – Logan Paul's only yeah. 24. Like, yeah. he's – but I, I hope it happens. I think it'd be entertaining to watch. Oh, I can't wait. I'm um, buying that fight. Yeah, also, let's talk about his brother going to fight Nate Robinson. Yeah, I think Jake Paul's going to kill Nate Robinson. Yeah, I think Nate Robinson's going to get fucking murdered. I think Jake Paul's a better fighter than Logan Paul. He is, and I don't think Nate Robinson knows, like, how serious Jake Paul actually takes boxing. Yeah, like, like, he, he, like he trains every like single day. Mo- like, nine months out of the year in snowy hills of Big Bear, California, where yeah. you can't breathe. Like, he mm-hmm. takes it very seriously, and I don't think Nate Robinson knows what's – about to hit him. No, I think Jake I, I, Paul will I, kick yeah. his ass. I think Jake Paul is going to destroy him. Yeah, that's the undercard for the Mike That'll, Tyson that, fight. Yeah. Did you see? So, did you watch the new Sidemen video? Yes. Okay, so I said he could beat Mike Tyson. <laughs> he obviously he, he was obviously joking, but he, I think it's he just tweeted so this morning. Yeah. He's like, before anybody says anything, I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. These YouTube personalities are now starting to fight real athletes, and I think it's cool. Like, it's just bringing eyes to boxing, which is not like a super mainstream sport. Yeah, I'm glad that boxing is making a comeback because I love the sport. I think it's so fun to watch. It is. I think more people turn tuned into Logan and KSI fighting than like any other boxing event in like the last ten years. Yeah, it was which insane. Is insane. But yeah, so that's cool. Um, let's go to this or that. Okay. All right, I'll start off. I got one for you, boys. <laughs> Would you rather have the swag of Fitz Magic or Big Dick Nick? I'm just talking about the swag, not just the swag, do. not just the nine the inches. Well, the nine <laughs> inches comes with the swag. Uh, no, I want nine inch Nick every day. Eight days out of seven. Uh, see, when you first put this in here, I thought you were talking about, like, who do I think is a better quarterback? Oh. But who's no. swaggier? Oh, who's swaggier? It's Fitzmagic. It's, it's got to be Fitzmagic, yeah. Wait, which one do you want? Which type of swag do you want? Do you want the repetition of having a big-ass dick, or do you want the swag Fitzpatrick has? Ooh. I think I want the Fitzmagic. Because yeah. if, if 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 my nickname was Big Dick, then every female would be unbelievably underwhelmed. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, I... Well, that is my nickname, so it's tough. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) I thought your nickname was Jew. It's... (laughs) No, no, no. Come on. Uh, Well, the sweat... We're we're just kidding. Not even Jewish. (laughs) Uh, The swagger, though, I definitely want Fitzmagics. 100%. I... I would go with Fitch Magic as well, just because if I had that type of swag, I feel like the ladies would just be crawling all up on me. It wouldn't. It wouldn't matter the size of my dick. That is true. The yeah. ego would be big enough. Well. <laughs> okay, so I have I have a I have one for you guys. Um, would you rather if you were a, if you were a player in your respective sport? For a 10-year period, would you rather go to the playoffs but never win the championship for 10 straight years, or would you rather be absolutely horrible but then have a fluke year where you win one championship but you're horrible for the other nine years? Hmm. Um, I think I would rather uh, make the playoffs 10 years in a row and not make the finals or win the championship, whatever. Because it shows that you're consistent. It obviously shows that you're not clutch. Yeah. But it, show, but it shows that you're, like, consistently good, and you do have what it takes. You just can't go that extra mile. Liam, what are you I, thinking? If I were in the position – are we talking about if I was the player? On the yeah, team? yeah, you'd be the player. If I was the player, I'd choose the nine seasons were horrible and one fluke season gets the championship. How come? I guess it's more memorable. Yeah, I I just think I'd much rather have a championship to show for than saying, oh, yeah, I made the playoffs 10 straight years, but I didn't win a championship. Mm-hmm. That's t- Yeah, it's a tough one. Um, I'm kind of leaning towards what Nick said, just because if you have one fluke year, nobody's going to remember that. Mm-hmm. But if you make the playoffs for 10 straight years, like everybody's going to, it's going to be memorable. It, it'll be memorable to like, not as much to you, but like to everybody else. Like, oh yeah, this team is always good. They just can't go like get over that hump. Yeah. But like nobody talks about the Jags when they went to the AFC championship that one year. Exactly, yeah. That's exactly what it is, pretty much. But they've been horrible every other year, and that's all they remember. When you think of Jags, you think, oh, yeah, they suck. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'd, I'd go with uh, just be consistently good but not win a championship. Yeah. <laughs> so this one's a funny one. Um, <laughs> so would you rather be given a million dollars or would you rather be given $10 million but the $10 million is uh, representative of in blocks of cocaine <laughs> that are set on your doorstep. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I know where this is from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I figured uh, you would. Yeah. Um, I, oh, that's so tough. It is tough because how do you, like you, you there's no guarantee you get rid of the, $10 million worth of Coke. That's a lot of Coke. It's a lot of money. 
I don't think I can drink that much Coca-Cola. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. I know it's cocaine. Come on. But also a, a million dollars is a lot, but like 10 million is just so much more. Yeah. Like so much more. <sighs> but dude, that's da- you're getting dangerous then. You're getting pretty dangerous. I yeah. like that's 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 a little too risky. I don't think a twenty five years minimum is worth if you get caught. Yeah, that's true. If you sell it, I mean listen. Dude, or just straight up sell it to a cartel for the ten million dollars. Ooh, I wouldn't want to get mixed up with the cartel. Oh, you're right. I don't know if that's an easy out. <laughs> oh, no. it's Yeah, I guess. Then who do we? Well, it shouldn't be too hard. We live in Milwaukee, and Liam lives in Philadelphia. That is true. <laughs> that is true. You bring up a good point. And we also live by a rich neighborhood, too, in Milwaukee, and that's on all the rich people do cocaine. That's a fair point. It's a rich person's drug, so I think I think I would take the million, but it's <laughs> it's but it's tempting to take oh, the ten. Oh, I would definitely just take the million too. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it's you got, it's a thinker. <laughs> it, it's a clean sweep of one million. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. okay, <laughs> okay. Let's go. Into, I take that money. Oh, go ahead, Liam. I I definitely take that money and invest in the stock market and make over ten million dollars. Yeah. Or either that or gamble it away, one or the other. Uh, I would definitely put a million dollars on Mitch winning MVP, and I would lose it all. <laughs> yeah. You know, Mitch had the most uh, bets for him to win MVP last year in Vegas. I did know that because he had the worst odds of any starter, probably. <laughs> exactly and everyone was saying and everyone saw the video of him completing a wide open pass in practice so. <laughs> i love those videos in training camp mitch is back and it's him just throwing a fucking <laughs> five yard out <laughs> to jimmy graham mitch is looking and it's still slightly behind him it's still <laughs> slightly behind him. <laughs> oh goodness poor mitch he loves yeah, kissing titties bad. it's not <laughs> that is the greatest tweet of all time. It's up there, almost like did, take a hit. Did Geronimo Allison have a have a tweet like that too? Couldn't tell you. Yeah, I don't know. What happened to that guy? I don't know. I hope he's isn't doing he, well. Isn't he still on the team? No. What? I didn't know that. No, he he got released after this year. I thought he signed with the Lions. But I don't know. Oh, what? Hmm. Yep. Yeah, and all you Packer fans are so high on him. Relax. You guys love you guys love your wide receivers, bro. They all suck except for Devontae Adams. Uh Alan Lazard. Nah. He says nah, but that man had Whatever. Next He's bias. an okay wide receiver. How about that? He had a better game than Allen Robinson yesterday. Who do you think is a better wide receiver right now, Allen Lazard or <laughs> Allen Robinson? This season, Allen Lazard. You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> the stats back it up. You can go to hell. 
<laughs> that is just absolute blasphemy. <laughs> that is that is absolutely horrendous. That's a horrendous take. <laughs> that that might be the hottest take of all time. He, he stats back it up this season. Alan Lazard has been better than Allen Robinson. I I I hope you get a bad night's sleep tonight because of that. <laughs> that's just that's just a horrible take. That's horrible. I can't breathe. Plain and simple. Fuck. No way around it. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad we let Nick on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to our top five. <laughs> oh fuck! All right. Okay. Um, top five. So we did top five NBA players that are under the age of twenty-two, but we did it as like a who's not like currently, but like who's going to break out? Like who is? Yeah, like who's next up in the next five yeah, years? How, so. Yeah, in the next five years, like how are these players going to be ranked? <clears throat> um. I will, I will start us off. Um, bias pick, but I had my honorable mention as Tyler Hero. I made this list after he dropped 37. <laughs> so it made me forget that he's actually shooting about 25% and averaging 12 points per game. <laughs> but I also think he's going to be really, really, really good. Um, like, he's, he's more than just a shooter. and Yeah, he can drive. Yeah, yeah, and pass. Mm-hmm. And in terms of players under the age of, in terms of players under the age of twenty-two, Tyler Hero's right up there with all the other guys. So I have, I have Tyler Hero's one honorable mention. Maybe I'll go one. next. Okay. Uh, for my honorable mention, I had Shea Gilgis Alexander. I think that he he broke. He partly broke out this year with Thunder, but I think once they hand the keys over to him in Oklahoma City, he's going to be really, really good. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, uh, my honorable mention, I have Kobe White because at the end of this year, like the regular season anyway, before the hiatus, Kobe White was averaging at, after the All-Star break over 26 points a game and was shooting over 40% from three. He was like lights out. He was absolutely insane. He is, he's had seven, three pointers in one quarter in one game. I, I think he's next. I, he's, I think he's going to be next up. I love that pick as a North Carolina fan. I love that pick. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so moving into our top five. Um, at number five, I had John Morant. Uh, we got a little taste of what he can do this year, and he's insanely good. Uh, super – a freak athlete, and he can do everything. He can rebound. He can pass. He can he's – he's an all right defender, but he's young. That'll get better with time. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited for – to have John Morant in the league for the next – hopefully like 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. Number five for me, I chose Darren Fox out of Sacramento. I think he, I would like to say he's a watered down version of John Morant. I think that's a very fair comparison right now. Uh, But I do think given the right people around him, Darren Fox can really thrive because he's, he's a great passer and he can run the floor. Mm -hmm. 
I just don't think that he's broken that threshold enough for me yet. Because, like, all the guys that I have on my list, I think I think they're already showing really good signs of being really good. Like, my hot take before the season – or one of my predictions before the season start was De'Aaron Fox is – was going to be uh, most improved because I thought he was going to like make that leap and he just never did for me. So that's why I, I don't, that's why I'm like, I'm a little iffy on him still. Yeah. I know for my list, I decided to not include anybody who had made an all-star team because in my eyes, they were already up there. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. So that, that you won't see any guys like Luca, Jason and Trey on my list. And that's why they're not up there. Because in my eyes, they'd be the top three automatically. Yeah, yeah, th- yeah that that makes sense, hundred percent. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I have my number five as Shea Gilgis Alexander, because I think this year, I think this year was a breakout year for him. He averaged what like twenty points a game. Yeah, he was good I, this year. Yeah, and that's with Chris Paul on his team too. He. I just think he played really well, and I think now that he's going to be the the star of that team, basically, if Chris Paul leaves. Um, if Shea even stays. I think Shea will stay. I think I think the Thunder I – guess, I guess he doesn't have Billy Donovan anymore, though, so that's tough because I think Billy Donovan really helped him. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I don't know. Wherever he goes, I think he's going to do very well. Yeah, he's a, he's a good player. Um, no, my number four, I had Jaron Jackson Jr., um, he might be the most underrated like young player in the league. Like I never people when everybody talks about the Grizzlies, it's all about John Morant. But if Jer- Jaron Jackson is unbelievably good, he's a six ten and and he's a I don't want to say lethal, but he's a good shooter. Yeah. Um, he's a freak athlete, and if he didn't go down in Game One of the bubble, the Grizzlies would have been the eighth seed. A hundred percent. Yeah. They just got unlucky with Jared went down early first game of the bubble, but uh, any Bucks fan knows that Jaron Jackson is a Bucks killer. He had a game this year where I think he made 10 threes. It was nuts. And he has an ugly shooting for him. So every shot just looked like it was going to air ball, but it was just fucking bottom of the net, dude. He shot 39.4% from three this year. Yeah, for somebody who's six ten, well, yeah. that, for anybody, that's that's, that's really that's good. really. And he shot forty seven from the field, and he averaged seventeen point four in only twenty eight minutes. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Jared Jackson really Jr. Good. is, as far as big men go, he's the future of the league. Oh, I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, he's the definition of a stretch four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I for number four on my list, I went with Tyler Hero. Um, we're seeing we're seeing the potential that this kid has right now in the bubble. Uh, granted, he didn't have a great regular season by the standards that we've seen him play in the bubble. But I do think that bubble momentum will carry over, and the potential this kid has it's through the roof. I mean, we all knew that he was going to be able to shoot the ball coming out of Kentucky. What? has surprised me the most has been his playmaking and his defense in the bubble. Both of them have improved greatly from when the season got canceled back in March. Mm -hmm. 
Um, all right. For my number four, I have Trey Young. Uh, I think Trey Young is already a top five shooter in the league, or pretty close. He's he has limitless range. He's he's prob might be the next Steph Curry. I still think Steph Curry is going to be the greatest shooter of all time, forever. But Trey Young is he's lethal, and he has insane handles, and he. <clears throat> Um, and he can pass the ball. And I think that's really huge of a point guard now, too. Yeah, I'll just tail off what Nick was saying. I all, I had Trey at number th- my number three. Um, yeah, he's insanely good. Uh, I think Atl- Atlanta's trending in the right direction with John Collins and Cam Reddish there. Like, I don't think they're going to be a bad team in the future as those three guys continue to develop and Trey Young's the heart of that team. Uh, the only problem he has is defense, but he's – for how small he is, like there's only so much he can do about it. It's not like he's lazy. He's just undersized, mm-hmm. but he makes it work. And, like, he's he is the next – he's like the next form of Steph Curry in the league, just a – really flashy and fun player to watch and just, yeah, can he's dangerous everywhere on the floor because he can take it to the rim too for how small he is. He can get inside, but yeah, I have Trey as my number three. And at number three, I have Zion Williamson, which I was a little bit surprised he wasn't on any of your two lists, but I do understand why. I'm not on the uh, Zion train. No, I, I'm, I'm not yet either. Very small sample size that I've seen. Yeah, I I definitely understand that. Uh, Right now, if he pans out, his potential is probably the best since LeBron James, honestly. But with that being said, I do think he comes with a lot of question marks. His shooting is definitely one, and just what position he's going to play. I mean, he's 6'7". He should be playing a shooting guard, small forward role, but he's the heaviest player in the NBA. I just don't know if his body weight can take that. But if we're going based off of potential here, Zion has potential to be something great. And one of the top – he has the potential to be a top three NBA player of all time if he pans out. That's – I don't, I don't think he – I don't think his potential is that high. Um, do I think that he has a shit ton of potential? Yes. I think that he can be very good in the NBA, but I'm not sold on him yet. He cannot shoot the ball at all. Like no, he's a he, he's a horrible shooter. I he he improved as uh, his nineteen games went on, but again, small sample size. You never know. Yeah, I need to see him play a full season, and I fear that he will never play a full season because he's going to get injured because he weighs two hundred eighty five pounds. Yeah, that's, he he it, needs to lose he needs to lose like twenty to thirty pounds. He has to. Yeah, the problem with him is he needs to lose weight, but. He's just so muscular. I don't know where he's going to lose the weight from. His, His giant ass. caboose, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he's got to lose it from. But yeah. I I want to be on the Zion train, but I just can't yet. I, I honestly think Kobe White had a better year than Zion. Well, uh, yeah. He did, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, my number three is John Morant. Um, I think John Morant is so good. He, I, I think he, I, 
he's almost an elite player already in one year. Like, he's that good. His passing is undeniable. He can shoot the three. He has handles. His hops are through the roof. He almost had the greatest dunk of all time over Kevin Love. <laughs> like, he almost had two. He did that twice. Not to, He did once to Kevin Love and once to someone else. I can't remember. I think it was some, this against the Suns. It might have been Frank Kaminsky. Well, he dunked on uh, Aaron Baines. Aaron Baines, was... Aaron Baines <laughs> is the king of getting postered. Oh, I know. He <laughs> he is. Props to him though for not for not caring. <laughs> Props to him for going up for the block. Yeah. No, but I think John Morant is. He's there. He's already there. Yeah, I agree. Um, at my number two, I had Jason Tatum. Dude, I was shocked that Jason Tatum was twenty-two years old. For some yeah, reason, for some reason, I just. Like I remember him at Duke, and which wasn't long ago. But for some reason, I just thought he was not not twenty two. <laughs> but I mean, we already kind of know everything we need to know about Jason Tatum. He's a a top twenty player in the league already. He's he had a pretty rough playoffs, but I mean, that doesn't I, it doesn't really change my opinion on him it doesn't take away from how talented he is especially the fact that he's only 22 oh my god he's not even (laughs) close to his prime yet and he's already insanely good um he's a 6'8 shooting guard which is is good if you're in the league he's lights out he's super athletic good defender um he was very close to being my number one really close yeah, Tatum's been in the league for three years. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and you know what's even crazier? I, he's not on my list, but Jalen Brown, he's 23. Yeah. That, yeah. Man seems, that man seems like he should be 27. I yeah. know. Well, was it – so it was Tatum's rookie year when they took the Cavs to game seven. Yeah. And yes. he dunked on LeBron and screamed in his face. In chest oh, I, th- I, dude, I'm like, <laughs> at first I'm like, oh my you were, god, you were at is... my house for that game, Nick. Dude, I screamed, dude. I'm like, oh my god, he just ended LeBron James' career. But then LeBron looked at him, and then I'm like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, LeBron looked at him like, dude, you fucking young boy, you fucking, <laughs> you don't even know what I'm about to do to your organization. I know. And then LeBron became LeBron. Yeah, took over and won. Yeah, yeah. So, my number two is Jaron Jackson Jr. We touched on him earlier. He is what the NBA should become in the stretch four. Great three-point shooter. Like, phenomenal. I never saw him shooting three-pointers coming out of Michigan State. I can tell you that. But he is great, has great potential. And honestly, he might be the future of the league in that 4-5 category for uh, power forwards and centers. Mm-hmm. Definitely, he's, he's so good. Like he's, if he makes, he could be most improved next year, and he and he had a great year this year. Yeah, yeah, like yeah that's dude. that's how good he is. Memphis could be good next year. Oh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm expecting him to make a playoff spot, probably the seven, six. Just because the you West got, is tough. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot that they're in the West. Mm-hmm. 
even though I'm pretty sure Memphis is in the Eastern time zone. Memphis is in Tennessee, yeah. Yeah, that's that's so funny. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. The oh wait, same no, thing. no, no. Memphis, Memphis is in the Central time zone. It's on the Mississippi River, isn't it? Oh, gotta look it up. Yeah. Shit, you're you... putting us in a corner. Well, Be... you don't know anything about geography, so you don't know that. Oh. Yes, dude. Remember, we took... <laughs> I quizzed you a lot. You know nothing. I live in Wisconsin. That's all. Yeah, I it's, a, it's on the Mississippi River. Yeah, that's what I thought. So yeah, they're in the Central Time Zone, but still. Yeah. <laughs> it's still Tennessee. I mean, that's yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Jared Jackson's gonna be really good. Uh, my number two, though, I also have Jason Tatum, like Ian. Um, Jason Tatum, he just he I he still has so much more potential too. For how good he is, he still he can still do even more. His uh he has good handles too for being six eight. And he's he's a he's a really good shooter and he's like you said athletic. He can drive. He's a good defender. He's yeah he's I have a feeling that he's gonna end up being that second best player in the NBA. Um, so yeah, my number one, I have Luka Doncic. Yeah. Um, we can just go off each other, Nick, cause he's yeah. your number one also. Yeah. Um, yeah, Luka's already <laughs> a top 10 player in the league and he's, he's the, he is the future of the NBA. I think he's the third best player in the NBA right now. Af- after LeBron yeah, and Giannis. LeBron. Yep. I think he's the third best player in the NBA. Well, he needs I, to work on his defense. Well, we we you were arguing that AD is better than LeBron, so. Okay, well that's right now in the bubble and stuff and all <laughs> in the playoffs. Yes. Back into a corner. Come on, man. Okay, <laughs> all right. He's the fourth best player in the NBA. Uh, yeah, Lucas. Uh, offensively, he has everything. He's sneaky athletic, like for uh. He's six seven point guard, fantastic passer. Uh, he's an he's an all right shooter. He's about thirty percent, which could be better. But I mean, he's twenty years old. He's he's fine. He's gonna be. Yeah, he oh, he's next he's up. Serious. He's next up in the league. And Liam and I talked about this in a previous episode. He's gonna win multiple MVPs in his career, and he's just. I wouldn't be surprised if he won MVP next year. I'm not even kidding. Oh, I think he. Yeah. I, I think he will actually. I I I love Luca. I when he was drafted, I was skeptical at first. I'm like, oh, I think he's gonna be a bust. I don't want him to be a bust. Yeah, I was not. I was not a believer. Yeah, but I was so but wrong. But then I'm like, holy cow, this dude, <laughs> this dude is so good at basketball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Luca. He should definitely be a awesome player. I'm pretty sure he came in fourth in MVP voting, if I'm not mistaken, fourth or fifth. But yeah, it's, I, yeah, yeah. It, and the only reason I didn't include him as the number one because I think he's already there. I yeah, I don't, yeah. I, I don't think he's up and coming. I think he's here, right here now, and at 20 years old, that makes him that much more dangerous. Uh, my number one was John Morant. You guys both touched on mm-hmm. him. He's a fantastic player. Uh, 
I would not be surprised if John Morant wins most improved next year. I know you guys said Jaron Jackson, but his teammate, John Morant, John Morant, Morant. Morant, I think could win it as well. I think Memphis is going to be in a great position with those two guys moving forward. I 100% agree. I definitely could see John Morant being most improved also. He's basically a younger version of what Russell Westbrook with better shooting. Yeah, exactly. You and you boys have a hot take here? <clears throat> I mean, not really a hot take, but I guess I'll just say that Luca will, MVP, will win MVP next year. Yeah, I think that's very plausible. I. Oh, I got a hot take just for funsies. Okay. <laughs> the Brewers will beat the Dodgers. <laughs> I, you know, that's I, fair. That's fair. I, I was definitely going to go along that route. My hot take, just for fun, just for shits and giggles, the Brewers are going to win the World Series. They won't, but I can say it. You, you, never, you never know. Uh, dude, honestly, I, I, I think the Cubs are going to win the World Series. Shut the up. Cubs, the Cubs, no, Shut dude. The Cubs, I, I know. I hate to do. The Cubs are getting hot. You're right only now. saying that because your brother's downstairs right now. <laughs> no, that's not why. I, dude, I, the Cubs are really good right now. They're getting hot at the right time. This is, I, yeah, I think they're going to be dangerous. Okay, so is that your hot take? Cubs win the World Series. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. All right, but before we go, can I just mention to you guys? The MLB playoff bracket in the second round, we could have an all N- NL uh, North, NL Central. Central. Yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, same with the NL Central and the AL Central too. I I find that so funny. I know. <laughs> I like this though. I like having these extra teams in it. It definitely adds a lot more to it. Yeah, but I think it should be the best eight records. It shouldn't be the leader of each division and then the second place and then the wild card. It should just be wh- whoever has the best the best eight records. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, it should be that way for all playoffs, kind of like yeah. the NBA. Yeah, exactly like the NBA. Divisions really shouldn't matter. They don't matter in the NBA. Yeah. It just matters base- for your schedule. Yeah, in baseball they really matter. Yeah. Uh, all right, Nick. So tell us why you're at home right now. <laughs> uh, I am at home right now because one of my roommates tested positive for COVID-19 today. Uh, I test. I got my. I took a test today. I my test came back negative. My other roommates' test came back negative, but one came back positive. So I was pretty upset so you still have to quarantine Um, i yes we still have to quarantine because we're in the same suite we have to quarantine for 14 days you know what you know what sucks nick what my birthday party is in 13 days (laughs) is that sunday it's saturday uh well it's well i'm shit (laughs) we'll see i'll nah dude i'll I, I told, should be fine. I told more Ricardo. I'm like, I'm like, bro, I can't wait till he's like, hey, when can I come over? And I'm like, you got a day left, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that to me, dude. So funny. 
Yeah, well, well, oh, fuck, fuck. Yeah, so that sucks. Um, yeah, dude, I was mad though. I was really mad because he's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, dude. I don't know how I got it. Oh, I know how you got it. You go to people's fucking houses. You fucking idiot. That's how you get it. <laughs> it's pretty simple. It's pretty simple. Yeah. Take I, this shit. Take this shit seriously because it's real. That's all I got to say. I, I think Nick's most upset that he can't see any of his Tinder dates. Good one. <laughs> I actually, no, I actually I, have a, uh, I have, I have an off-topic rant before we go that happened to me yesterday. So uh, I want to, you know, order some a pot belly sandwich before the Packer game just to have some food. So I door dashed it, and uh, it said that my order was delivered, and I went outside, and my order wasn't there. So I was like, "This happens all the time." I'll just call the text the guy. So I texted him, and uh, he didn't answer me. So then I called him, and he hung up on me. And then I called him again, and he hung up on me again. So, uh, Michael B. from DoorDash, I know you fucking ate my food, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you should have called DoorDash. I did. I, I got another – well, here's the funny part. It took about 20 minutes to get to me, so I yeah. reported it. So I was like – because I fucking want my food. I paid for it. So I reported it to DoorDash, and they gave me another order. But it took fucking 50 minutes to get to the house. <laughs> I ordered my food at like 6.30 and I, I was enjoying it by about 9.15. <laughs> oh, dude, that sucks. So, Michael B., fuck you. You're a piece of shit. I know you ate my food. I hope you enjoyed the turkey club that I ordered because the second one that I got was delicious. <laughs> that fuck. Did you get refunded too? Uh, I did not get refunded, but I got a $5.86 credit. Yay. <laughs> cool. I still, had to what? Pay, I still had to pay for it. Oh, that's... But I got a $5.86 credit, which I'm pretty sure is what I tipped them. So they just gave me my tip back. Okay, I guess that's fair then. Yeah, but leaving him a one-star review... Yeah, what a dick, dude. <laughs> I was late in the living room trying to call him. He just kept hanging up. My roommates were dying. <laughs> Wait, so like, so like he would answer then hang up right away? No, he would just like decline the call. Like it would ring once <laughs> and he would decline it. <laughs> dude, what the hell? Dude, what a piece of shit. I, I can't believe one of your coworkers would do this to you. I know, I know. <laughs> and, and I know how that shit works. The more that you tip, the more likely it's going to get accepted faster and given to you quicker. So I tipped more than I should have. <laughs> and he didn't get the tip. So fuck him. Good. But yeah. And Take your was... $2 bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's my rant, but I got my food. All, all was good. And the Packers won. So can't be upset. All right. Anything yeah. else boys? Um, no. I mean, all the people listening should follow our Instagram. Yes. Oh. Hey, how's yeah, it going on getting on Apple Instagram. Music, Nick? Dude, I don't know how to do. I I have no clue how to do any of that stuff. No, I'll I'll tell you guys. I, like I've looked after into it. I, 
you know, I'll, like I, I'll tell you guys after the after the episode about how we can get on Apple Music. Okay. I cannot figure out to save my life. So but, who, the f- who the fuck did we hire as a manager, Liam? I don't know. But social, I'm 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 social media guy. I'm not the but, manager. Um, <laughs> we are looking for somebody that knows Photoshop and could be a graphic designer for us. Uh, so does anybody know Photoshop out there, listeners? Please. I'm asking nobody, but um, hey, if you I, <laughs> if, if I, I you do, if you do hit us up, it'd be really nice. Uh, we'll pay you in the form of high fives, maybe some waves. If we're feeling Ooh. a little a hearty. Uh, thank shouldn't we you. do fist bumps? Yeah, shouldn't we do fist bumps? Shoulder touches, uh, no, head headbutts, yeah. headbutts, headbutts. Yes, headbutts. If we're doing really well. <laughs> Yes, but follow Instagram uh, at underscore off underscore topic underscore podcast underscore. We'll put a link in. <laughs> yeah, make it yeah. easier. All right. I'm sorry. Sure. I, that was that was the only decent one. <laughs> nope, you're all good. No worries. All right. Uh, make sure you tell your friends and parents about us. Uh, get us elves and gilfs. Anybody who might want to listen. Uh, can you can you like podcasts on Spotify? Is that how it works? Can you give us a like? Well, you can follow them. Yeah, we we also have a new Spotify link, so yeah, don't don't look at that old shit. Look at the new shit. Yeah, yeah. I had I had a couple people ask me about it. Make sure you just click the Twitter link that we send out every Tuesday morning. Yep. Yeah, that is the best way yep. to get and to j- our page. Yeah, and then follow yeah, yeah. follow then our follow, new page. follow that new one. Yeah. Alrighty, well, thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next week.